The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Now, over the past couple of weeks, a lot of you have been texting and calling about COVID-19 and the impact or potential impact on work camps. You've been worried and asking how all the new rules are supposed to work in camp. Well, in the midst of this pandemic, the mayor of the region, uh, regional municipality of Wood Buffalo has his residents and all of those who work in work camps on his mind as he proposes several aggressive measures to respond to COVID-19. Mayor Don Scott joins us this afternoon. Mayor Scott, welcome back to the show. Well, thanks very much for having me, and hello to all your listeners. Please stay safe out there. Yeah, how are things in Wood Buffalo these days in the region? I think there's a lot of anxiety. We are very concerned by what we are seeing happening around the world. That's one of the reasons I brought a motion that I would say would, uh, would make us a leader in Canada in making sure that our residents are protected. All right, so let's go back, though, because you tried to put this forward on Tuesday and it didn't get anywhere. What happened and what are you proposing? Yeah, there's 17 points in the motion, and effectively they're all related to the COVID situation that's happening in in our region. And it didn't go forward on Tuesday because I brought it on Tuesday, and some of my colleagues thought they needed more time to review it. And okay. they, uh, they basically held a, a vote as to whether it should move forward that night or be delayed. So we will be debating it tonight. So the meeting is, in fact, going forward tonight to debate those points. So have you put in a, in a, a local public health emergency at that state in, in the region at this point? No, nothing has been done like that yet. Yes, yeah, we did it on uh, last Friday. So we've actually... You did do it? With, yes. Okay, so you're a week into it. So aren't you able just to put these proposals into place? Aren't you allowed just to say we're going to do it? Yeah, uh, there's a uh, basically what happens in a Seoul, a uh, state of local emergency, is you, you give authority to your uh, director of emergency management and your CAO. In our, in our situation, we have an interim CAO. So, but what, what I wanted our public to realize is that their elected officials are looking out for their best interest and for us to debate it publicly and make a recommendation as to what we as a council believe should be taken into account by both our interim CAO and the director of emergency management. So some of those points, there's 17 of them, 17 of the proposals, what do they include? Yeah, we, uh, we're going to be talking about whether we should move to a shelter-in-place model. Now that a shelter in place, I think, scares people when they hear that phrase, but that can mean that people can still go out and exercise and access essential services, but they must comply with the AHS guidelines. Uh, so that's one point. Another point is whether we should uh, determine what would constitute essential services. There's a lot of debate on that throughout Canada right now. Uh, we, we're taking a hard look at both the Ontario model and the model that was proposed in San Francisco. Uh, they both seem to have a lot of details in them. Uh, we want to make sure that our, our industry partners and the work camps are safe. So part of the motion is suggest that only essential employees should be working in work camps and that industry must comply with all AHS guidelines. And uh, th- that's an example of three of them. But there's a lot to do with the rural communities, too. I want to make sure that our government and our uh, state of local emergency is taking into account the recommendations that are coming out of our indigenous and rural communities. So that's another example of, of the points. So there's quite a few points. Uh, they vary from things that I consider to be extremely urgent to other matters that are, uh, you know, more obvious, I think, uh, for people. 
And Mayor Scott, a lot of these things sound like what's been put in place in some of the bigger cities across the province. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I would say that uh, we need to be aggressive on this. Uh, when I look around the world and see what jurisdictions are doing, those that get ahead of this and fight it hard are the ones that come out and are able to bounce back economically and uh, and protect their people the best. When you see jurisdictions that take it for granted or don't take it as seriously as they should, then you see serious problems arise. So uh, what, I, what I've basically been saying is we don't have to follow what everyone else is doing and that we shouldn't wait for someone else to lead. We should be setting the standard for other municipalities. Uh, you know, following did not work out so well for other jurisdictions like Italy or the United States. Let's in my jurisdiction, in Wood Buffalo, where we are so vital to the Canadian economy, let's be leaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without a, without a doubt. Um, so you have this meeting tonight. Um, how optimistic are you? What are you hearing from the other councillors about what the, the support for this or not? Yeah, what, what happened is the uh, the meeting on Tuesday was delayed until April. Uh, that would have, would have been the natural time that it was delayed. But I got a written request from six of them that they actually wanted it brought forward and debated this evening. So I think there are several councillors who see the urgency of the situation and want to make sure that we're making movement to address this. We obviously saw what Edmonton did yesterday, making sure that they're protecting their citizens under the Act, uh, under the state of local emergency. And we should, we've got to be taking the same steps. And if my wish comes true, uh, we may be even more aggressive than what Edmonton has done. So, Mayor Scott, even though you put in that state of local emergency last week, have you, or has there any re- restrictions been put put in place uh, at this point in your region? Yeah, we're starting to uh, close things like the Winter Road to Fort Chippewan. We've had a request for a curfew in Fort Chippewan, so there's a lot of things that are in play. But I think it'll really be emerging today okay. with this motion. I think we're going to be getting an update from our Director of Emergency Management at the beginning of the meeting. And I think this is when you'll start seeing us take uh, far more aggressive steps. Are you worried that you're a little bit behind? No, we, uh, you know, we, we've taken steps this week about uh, making sure that we are closing playgrounds, closing dog parks. Uh, so I don't feel like we're behind. I obviously would have preferred to get things going on Tuesday so that we were uh, true leaders in this. But uh, I think uh, getting things going tonight, we have three cases in the region now. And when we first debated this on Tuesday, it was one case. So obviously we're seeing a trend in the wrong direction. So let's get aggressive and make sure that we stamp this out and meet it head on. When you've been looking at what the province has been doing and uh, the information it's been putting out, are you comfortable with that? Are you pleased with the lead that the province has taken? You know, I've had a a good phone call with the Minister of Health, uh, the staff in their office. I used to be an MLA and a minister, so I'm I'm pretty familiar with government and how it works. and they've been very helpful at giving us information. I'm a little bit concerned about the map that they're using. It doesn't really list out our rural areas. Fort McMurray and Wood Buffalo is a huge, diverse region. It's, it's the biggest some places in North America, some, some of the states. So we need to make sure that, uh, that we're getting a breakdown. I'm going to be talking about that this evening and speaking with the Minister of Health staff about that. Uh, but we want to make sure we're getting the best information to our residents since... I've been in contact with the Minister of Health and his staff, or her staff. We've been getting good information. 
I uh, wanted to ask you uh, about this um, because we've had a lot of texts about it, about the camps, um, the oil sands operators, what's being done on those grounds. We know, and you've mentioned this, that um, there are many employees that uh, fly in from across the country to work there. Um, and you've been wanting to make sure that only essential workers are there and that they're healthy. What's being done on that front? Yeah, we've had a discussion with uh, OSCA, and I've, I've had some discussions with Sinkers and Suncor leadership. So they are taking very aggressive steps, not only to protect their own employees, but to make sure that this community is protected. And I'm grateful for that. I think anybody that knows my history knows I'm not a big fan of camps. I don't think it contributes to a sustainable region. But uh, they are assuring me that they are taking extremely aggressive steps. I, just to uh, remind your listeners about the situation up here, we have... On our last census, we have about 30,000 people that fly into our region under normal circumstances and then fly to other parts of Alberta or Canada. Uh, and, you know, that's just not a sustainable scenario. And I obviously want to protect not only the people of my region, but our healthcare workers, uh, because they're the ones who are going to be on the front lines if somebody in a camp gets sick or comes in with uh, COVID. Uh, they're going to end up going to our hospital, and it's our healthcare workers in our community that's going to be exposed. We know that, um, you know, in some of the camps that when it comes to eating time and, and meal time, that there could be uh, more than what's uh, the recommended number in, in times past. Do you know that, uh, well, I'm sure they are, but following following the, the rules that have been set in place as far as the numbers of people allowed in a room at, at one place about, um, about food sharing, about buffets, about sanitizer, all of that? Yeah, we've, uh, that, was, that came up at our last council meeting in the presentation by the Oil Sands Community Alliance, which represents many of the oil sands companies up here, did assure us that measures are being taken not only with respect to eating, but also with respect to busing and some of the, the flights that are coming into the oil sands camps. A lot of people assume that our airport in Fort McMurray is where all these flights land. There's a whole lot of airports at these oil sands camps, so they fly right over Fort McMurray, land, and then they leave. So... Uh, you know, they're taking measures to make sure the people are protected is what they're telling us. Okay. Um, are you confident? Well, I'm, I'm concerned about the numbers. Uh, we're obviously seeing an increase in this region. And I, when I look around what's happening in the world, I want us to take very aggressive steps in Alberta. You know, I've, I've had some good discussions with the premier. He's, uh, he's going to be reaching out to me later today. Uh, because I served in government before, I'm pretty familiar with how the provincial government works and the federal government. So I just want us to be a leading jurisdiction in all regards and protect as many people as we can. Mayor Scott, do you have any details on those three cases in uh, in Wood Buffalo? Uh, was it community transmission? Was it travel related? Do you know? Uh, there's only one that's, uh, that I'm very familiar with, which is uh, a dentist's office. They put out a social media post, and that's how the community found out about it. We found out through that technique before we found out uh, through other means. And that person had traveled to the dental conference in Vancouver. That dental conference, seems, yeah. Right, that seems to have contributed to several cases. All right. Um, before I let you go, you touched on wanting to make sure um, that uh, the hospitals are okay, that if that if, if something were to happen, if there was uh, an increase in the numbers, that uh, you, you mentioned that it's it's the hospital that's going to be there to, to take care of everybody. Is the hospital prepared? Does it have what it needs? Yeah, I've, uh, I've reached out to the leadership of our local hospital, and he's assured me that they are 
ready for what uh, what might be coming. Now, I'm not sure if uh, if we any of us can fully contemplate what might be around the corner, but he did assure me, and the words he used were that they were uh, they were they had the supplies they needed and were prepared for uh, for this challenge that's coming. Very interesting. Okay, um, so tonight the meeting starts at seven o'clock. You're hopeful that um, these recommendations are going to be put in place. Fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll see how it all goes. Uh, as long as we're taking uh, you know steps that will protect everyone, I'm uh, I'll be satisfied. Yeah, and as you've said, uh, I'd rather be accused of doing too much than too little. And uh, there's a number of people out there saying the same thing, others saying otherwise. But, uh, Mayor Scott, I appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Yeah, all the best to your listeners, and please stay safe, everyone.